Welcome to Getting Work to Work, a weekly podcast exploring the creative and curious world of work through monologues and conversations with creative entrepreneurs, storytellers, and change makers. When you think about your creative career, what memories fill you with joy and pride when you recall them? Building upon the concept of joy trails from Christina Tosi's excellent book about dessert, I'm reflecting upon a few moments in my career that fill me with joy. I believe it's important to remember, but we must also share memories and reflections with others. Not to be boastful or arrogant, but to be a witness to hope, joy, and possibilities. After all, there's enough depressing news out there, so why not celebrate the good times with friends? Show notes and links to all the good stuff mentioned in this episode can be found at gwtw.co slash 660. Today is the 17th anniversary of my business, Chris Martin Studios, and this episode seems to be perfectly representative of how I feel about it. If you've followed me in my work for any stretch of time, you know I've tried a lot of different things. I started way back in 2006 doing graphic design and web development, and then I added promotional videos and product photography, then I started teaching, whittling my offerings down to what I loved, but kept searching for, quote-unquote, the thing. Translation, cash, certainty, and contentment. I tried adding courses, communities, and coaching. I even thought about copywriting, trying to mash together podcasting with that. I've I've just been searching and flailing, often frustrated. But this episode is not about that. It's not about the search. It's not about the frustration. It's about something else. It's about the creative joy trails. Let me explain. Of the many books I'm reading right now, one that really captures my heart is about dessert. I mean, I love dessert, probably more than my body would like, and the author's passion for pastries and exploration is addictive. Christina Tosi is the founder of Milk Bar and author of Dessert Can Save the World, Stories, Secrets, and Recipes for a Stubbornly Joyful Existence. I mean, the cover alone and the title alone? Mmm perfect. I just finished her chapter about joy trails last night, and she describes those as the things in her life and career that left a mark of joy, pivotal moments and memories, from oatmeal cookies with her grandmother to stumbling upon cereal milk with David Chang at Momofuku. She walks through every experiment that made a mark, not to mention documenting her obsession. She is obsessed with dessert and being able to create experiences for people. And she actually seems to be one of the most joyful people ever. So I want to take her concept of joy trails and bring it into this episode. But first, a question. When you think over your creative career, what are those moments and memories that fill you with joy and pride when you recall them? Yes, I said pride. It's okay to feel proud of your accomplishments. No need to stumble around this world with false humility. Wear that pride like a badge of honor. You've earned it. So in this episode, I want to share seven creative joy trails that I want to share and that I actually remember. (laughs) So the first one comes from 2008. 
It was just after starting my business about two years in, and I think around 2007, I even took a break from the business because it was hard. It's really hard doing this work. But in 2008, I got the opportunity to travel to the Gambia, Africa, to film a short documentary for two weeks. What's interesting about that project is that that was always something in my mind that I wanted to do, but I never thought it would be possible. I always loved the idea of the National Geographic photographer or the <laughs> the traveling filmmaker to go do something, and I never thought it would be for me. But then I shared that idea with someone, and they remembered it, and they invited me to go on this trip. I've traveled to other locations for similar projects in 2004 and 2012, and both of those memories are clouded with imposter syndrome and pain. But this trip stands out because I got to be me, operating at my full potential at that time. What's funny is I was still shooting standard definition video, so I had to plan ahead for how many tapes I would need to take for a two-week trip. I think the math that I factored is if I shoot an hour of footage a day, that would be about 24 tapes. Maybe 22, I think, is what I took. <laughs> it definitely was a different time. And when I go back and think about that time, it was hot, sweaty, and a whole lot of fun. And I'm glad that I got to do it. I'm proud of the work that, that is there. And it still lives on my YouTube channel, and, and since then I've been on the board of the organization that I traveled with. But that moment in time was really a moment that I'll never forget. The second Creative Joy Trail comes in 2010, and it was when I launched my first video series called Innovators of Vancouver. And what was fun about this is it was entirely just a, a passion project. It was in response to a friend that felt like he was stuck. And I wanted to show him that you can come up with an idea, chase it down and do it, that you don't need to wait, that you don't need to be stuck, that you can just bring forth whatever you want to do. And it was the perfect example of stubbornness and hopefulness and you know, you, you don't have to like have a full plan to come up with this. And I think I ended up doing 10 or 11 episodes, maybe more over the course of eight years. And I met some amazing people, got nominated for a public award that I didn't get, <laughs> but it was, it was cool to be recognized for something that was giving back to the community. And over time as, as, the project kind of fizzled away and my passion went elsewhere. I still think back to that first episode. And what's funny is the subject would become a friend and a client. Pretty awesome stuff. The third creative joy trail comes from 2012 when I taught my first college course ever. And what's funny about that first course is I was teaching flash and action script. No joke. It was such an important transition for me as a professional. Because at that time, the majority of my work was developing with ActionScript in the Flash environment. And it was a lot of fun. But more than that, what I was bringing to the class was a lack of preconceived notions about what students could and couldn't do. Because the thing that happened over time teaching is that I started to believe these stories 
that students could only do certain things, that graphic designers could only create visually. They couldn't program. But in this course, I made everyone do the same coursework. And yeah, it was really hard for some people. But there was something that I saw in those students' eyes in that very first course that I don't think I really saw again. And that was the pride in tackling something that they didn't believe they could. And the same goes for me. I didn't think I could ever teach. And I had just dove into this course and just did things that no one in their right mind would do. Like, I don't think I would have taught that course the same way later on in my career. No way. But that leads to the fourth creative joy trail. And that was two years later in 2014, I was recognized for my teaching and I received the exceptional faculty award from the college. But what's interesting about that award, it was great to receive it, but I remembered when it was announced at the graduation that year, they, they acknowledged the people who received the award. And what's funny is like, I for whatever reason, chose not to sit with the faculty in all their garb, <laughs> I was sitting in the audience. And so when they announced the award, I was standing up in the audience. And it was, it was such a fun moment because I was surrounded by the people that had nominated me, the students. And when I think back to that moment, there really is that, that joy there, that recognition that, that I had done something important and made a mark in other people's lives. The fifth creative joy trail will be no surprise to the listeners of this show, and that comes in 2016 when I started this podcast, Getting Work to Work. The thing that I love about this podcast is I'm able to do monologues, which really is about teaching in a different way, but it's about connecting with people, whether it's the people that I'm having conversations with, the people that listen to the show, or just my friends who encourage me to keep going. And what I love is over the almost seven years that I've been doing the show, this is the most creatively consistent I've been. Over the years, I've told myself this story that I am not consistent, that, um, that I don't last, that, oh, every four months I'm, I'm going to go do something different because I get bored. But all of those things are a lie because I, I, can st I have lasting power because of this show. And that fills me with a lot of joy and pride. The fact that I'm on the 660th episode of the show is, is something that I never thought was possible. The sixth creative joy trail comes from this year. And that is when I decided to expand this podcast to include a documentary series and a newsletter. Around the middle to end of last year, I decided to end the newsletter that I had for my business, but I still felt that urge to write on a weekly basis, so I put it under the brand of Getting Work to Work, and it started to actually click and make sense. But when I came up with the idea of doing a documentary series, this goes way back to the beginnings of the show. I've wanted to do this for a long time. I knew how to do it. But I was just afraid of committing to it, adding more things to my plate. But as I worked on the first episode for this show and got it released, I found just a return to joy, a return to the enjoyment of working on work that is entirely passion-driven. And 
to me, I really want to remember that moment because it's easy to forget when you're surrounded by the frustrations that do come with running your own creative business. And that leads me to the last creative joy trail that I want to share. And that too comes from this year. And that's finally finding peace in my creative path. At least as I know it right now, I don't feel the urge to jump around and try all sorts of different things anymore, like trying to find certainty or cash or contentment, because I'm here. Like I finally have arrived in my spirit as to the work that I'm here to do. That doesn't mean that everything's perfect, but it does fill me with a sense of joy, a sense of pride, a sense of accomplishment, and a sense of just contentment of that peace that doesn't make sense, that really fills me with, okay, I can do this. I am doing this. And that's, that's something that I never thought I would find. And it only took 17 years. <laughs> so as I recall these creative joy trails and I share them with you, I, I feel, honestly, I feel refreshed. I don't feel like I've been bragging. I feel like I'm just marking these moments in my life. And I hope that as you hear these, that you will be encouraged to do the same for your own career and find people to share them with. Because I think it's important. It's important that we share our lives together. And speaking of sharing, I've been talking a lot about it for the last few episodes, and I mentioned it in this episode as well, but I finally got the first episode of Getting Work to Work, the series, finished and launched. And if you go to gwtw.co right now, you'll find a link for the series. You'll also find the link on the homepage to my short documentary about cartoonist Jack Kent. Yes, you heard me right. He's part cartoonist, part journalist, full-on cartoonist. And I hope you'll give the doc a watch and give Jack some love. He is one of the nicest guys I've ever met. He's a prolific creator in multiple mediums, from comics to daily art to music, and just a funny guy. I hope that you'll spend some time with him. And thank you for spending time with me. Thank you for going on this journey of getting work to work with me. And if you've been around Chris Martin Studios for the last 17 years, thank you for sticking with me. And until next time, may creativity and curiosity fuel your life. <laughs>